0: Hello, Jet Setters, and welcome to the Jet Set Life podcast. I'm your hostess, Brittany Ryan, child-free travel content creator and blogger. I'm a curator of authentic and cultural travel experiences, and I want to help you be the same. Create a Jet Set Life full of adventure and learn how to live life to the fullest with me as your travel guide. Tune in each week for solo episodes and conversations with travel leaders, all about child-free travel, adults-only getaways, travel guides, itineraries, and more. I am all about sharing actionable, detailed tips and tricks for creating the jet-set life of your dreams, so get ready to learn. Are you ready for takeoff? Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, Jet Setters. Let's talk about food this week. (laughs) Let's talk about the food in Lisbon, Portugal. Lisbon is the capital of Portugal, and it's known for delicious and diverse cuisine. Portuguese food is heavily influenced by the country's history and geography with ingredients like cod, olive oil, and wines playing a prominent role in many dishes. Seafood is a staple in Lisbon, with dishes like salt cod fritters, octopus stew, and ceviche being popular choices. In addition to seafood, Portuguese cuisine also features a variety of meat dishes, including roast suckling pig and grilled chicken. Other popular dishes include pastel de nada, a type of egg tart pastry, which is amazing, and port wine, which I love, (laughs) which is produced in the nearby region of the same name. So whether you're in the mood for traditional Portuguese fare or international cuisine, Lisbon really has something for everyone. So I'm going to share with you my picks for the best places to eat in Lisbon. The first is Senor Lisboa, and it's abbreviation SR period Lisboa. This is a cozy restaurant serving contemporary Portuguese sharing plates. I listed this restaurant first because it truly was my favorite. If you go to only one of the places on this list, this is the one I recommend that you go to. We ate at Senor Lisboa on our last night in Portugal, and it was tucked away near our hotel on a quiet street that really could be easily missed if you weren't looking for it. But for those people who knew about this hidden gem, there was a small queue beginning to form with people hoping to get in without reservations outside, and I can see why, because it, I just really loved it. As I said before, it's known for contemporary Portuguese cuisine. There's a variety of dishes available serving fresh local ingredients. Some of the restaurant's specialties include salt cod fritters, grilled octopus, and roast suckling pig. In addition to tasty food, Senor Lisboa also serves a great selection of Portuguese wines, making it a perfect spot for a romantic dinner or a special night out. The restaurant's cozy atmosphere and friendly staff add to its appeal, making it a must visit for foodies visiting Lisbon. Next on my list is Bohemia LX. Located in the trendy neighborhood of Bairro Alto in Lisbon, Bohemia LX serves traditional Portuguese cuisine like octopus carpaccio and slow-cooked beef cheek. Though traditional Portuguese cuisine is actually not my favorite, I wouldn't say that the food was exceptional at this place. However, the reason why you should come here, aside from getting a authentic Portuguese dinner is that you will also get to experience beautiful photo music performances. Now, that being said, I loved the cheese and bread that they served as an appetizer. It was really good. We split a cod fish dish and it was served on with the whole fish on the plate. And like I said, it was executed perfectly. It's just not my favorite for every day. (laughs) Now the Fado musical performances were wonderful. There were two guitarists and a singer. They performed about every 45 minutes so it was enough for us to see a performance at the beginning of our meal and then at the end. Portuguese Fado is a form of music that originated in Lisbon in the early 19th century It's characterized by mournful, melancholic lyrics and guitar-based melodies. Fado music often deals with themes of love, loss, and longing, and is traditionally sung by a solo artist accompanied by a Portuguese guitar. Fado has a strong cultural and historical significance in Portugal and is an important part of the country's national identity. It's a popular genre of music in Lisbon and can be heard in many bars and restaurants throughout the city, and Bohemia LX is a great choice for this. Next, we have Surveharia Ramiro, aka Ramiro's, and this is my number one recommendation for seafood in Lisbon. Ramiro's is a popular and boisterous spot, and it is the place to go for fresh fish and seafood, so if that's something you're craving, you've got to go to Ramiro's. It's also located in the Biro Alto neighborhood, and Ramiro's features a variety of seafood options, including grilled sardines, octopus stew, seafood risotto. Really, like any seafood you can think of, they can probably do it. Because of the popularity, you'll be expected to pull a number at the entrance and then wait for your number to be called. That being said, we went for lunch and we actually didn't have to wait long at all. So it can get very busy, though. So just be aware of that. The atmosphere is very casual and informal. There are three floors, but we ate on the first floor, so I can't comment on the other two. I'm not sure if the upper floors were even open for lunch when we visited. There was also a covered patio, but they didn't have that open at the time. It's super lively and crowded inside. It's kind of deceptive when we went because there was like nobody out on the patio. And so I was like, well, maybe this isn't the place. Like I heard this was really popular. But then the second you go inside the restaurant, it's just packed with people. (laughs) So There are long tables. It's communal seating. So it's not squished, but you will be sitting probably at the same table with other people. They try to put one chair, one empty chair in between groups that aren't together. Now, if that's not your jam, I get it, but it's still worth it for the food (laughs) alone. So don't let the communal tables or communal seating bother you. There's fresh seafood on display in tanks and in ice barrels throughout the restaurant. So you can actually specially pick your food if you would like. And the other thing I'll note about Ramiro's is that considering how much slower service is in Portugal, Portuguese culture, I actually found Ramiro's to be pretty fast, even though it was a relaxed, casual place. So... I appreciated that as an American. I'm not saying that I want that or they need to change, but it was an aspect that I appreciated. And one more little fun fact about this place is that it was founded in the 1950s. All right, this next one is Fabrica Donata. And this is a chain. I normally don't recommend chains, but I actually have two chain chains restaurants in this roundup now it does lend itself to tourism it's it can be a touristy spot however i still really enjoyed it it's beautifully direct, decorated there's an open kitchen there's copper accents chandeliers and blue and white tiles everywhere the restaurant chain is centered around the traditional portuguese custard tarts known as pastéis de nada and they're so good we paired them with freshly squeezed orange juice and coffee, and it was delightful. Aside from the pastel de nada, you can also order other tasty pastries and sandwiches, including croissants and muffins. Okay, and then the other chain that I <laughs> still enjoyed is, the, is Casa Portuguesa. Portuguesa do Pastel de Bacalhau. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. But it's, again, another very touristy spot. But if you have a limited time in Lisbon like we did, we were only there 48 hours, and you wanted to try some of these Portuguese staples like I did, then I think that these two chains are a convenient way to find and easily access some of these Portuguese foods. Now Casa Portuguesa has this little package meal option where you can try a glass of port along with a traditional pastes de bacalhau, which is their salt cod fritter. They also serve salt cod croquettes, which feature melted cheese. It's a tasty midday snack that's popular in Portugal, and I'll be the first to admit this is not the place to go for the cheapest salt cod fritter in Lisbon. They are definitely priced for tourists, but I appreciated the convenience and the ambiance, and I got to keep my little port glass, and it was fun. It was a fun experience, so there's that one. All right, and next one on my list is Time Out Market. Time Out Market is more than just a food hall. It's an entire experience. This is a massive complex made up of 24 restaurants, eight bars, and a dozen shops, as well as a cooking school. It boasts some of the best food in all of Lisbon, and they say that they have the best chefs, the best steak, the best hamburger, the best sushi, and more. Now, Jordan did try one of their burgers, and it was probably not the best burger that he's ever had in his whole life, but it very well may be the best burger in Lisbon. I mean, Lisbon's not really known for burgers in the first place, but he was craving some American food, so I get it. Timeout Market is very crowded and lively, so be prepared to keep your eyes peeled for open spots at the communal tables. This upscale foodie food hall is a foodie's paradise. I personally love upscale food halls because everybody can get what they want. You don't have to worry about splitting checks. It's just a fun, lively atmosphere and you can try different things, different cuisines all in the same spot. So I highly recommend Time Out. The restaurant stands are all located around the perimeter And the bars are in the center. And then there are rows and rows of tables where you can sit at to eat. Now, the food ranges from traditional Portuguese dishes to international cuisine. And this market's lively atmosphere and diverse offerings make it a must visit for anyone visiting Lisbon. So I'd love to know if you have been to Lisbon and if you have any other great places to eat to recommend. I'd love to hear them. Either let me know on Insta or on the blog at jetsettingblonde.com. And I hope I made you hungry and inspired to try some Portuguese cuisine soon. I'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to dive even deeper into creating your jet set life, start with upgrading your travel bucket list. You can download my free resource on the top 50 destinations for child-free travel by visiting jetsettingblonde.com forward slash start dash here because the first step to creating your jet set life starts with upgrading your travel goals. And if something in today's episode really resonated with you, please screenshot and tag me at the jet set blonde on Instagram. I want to know what your biggest takeaway was. I really want to hear from you. And it means so much to me when I can see your screenshots of you listening to the podcast or reading my posts online. Every screenshot and review means the world to me. I read every single one. And I really appreciate your support in listening to this episode and supporting me on this adventure. I look forward to bringing you more awesome and genuinely helpful content that will help you create the jet set life of your dreams.